And we are live, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Novus Sex and Vitality Show. Today we are talking about 17 again. How to get 17 again, guys. Or 27 again, or 37 again, okay? We want to work our way down healthfully, all right? So uh, ultimately, at the end of the day, we love feeling 17 again, so that's what, uh, that's what Tuesdays are about. So I guess I wanted to share my personal story with you guys about PRP, platelet-rich plasma. Um, I won't go into it now, but um, basically what happened was last year I loved running, right? I've always loved running. I ran as a kid. I was on the cross-country team. You know, sometimes I just wouldn't even go to the gym because I just loved running so much. But after a while, I started to develop something called runner's knee. And what runner's knee is, is, you know, every time you run, it gets really inflamed. And then I would have this terrible limp for days afterwards. And so after a while, I stopped running and, and um, you know, I stopped working out. And, you know, I could have lifted weights, but at the time, man, I just, I really wanted to run, you know. I was also doing a, a bit of Krav Maga training, martial arts, and um, my knee was really, really hurting. It was, it was affecting everything, you know. If I, if I can't run, I don't feel like myself. And so I was really starting to feel, feel down. And, and you know, I, I started, sounds silly, I started to lose my six pack, so I, um, I started to feel really bad. And um, I knew that we did PRP for joints here. I knew that we do stem cells as well as well as a lot of other things. But uh, I told Stephanie, the owner of the company, also my mom, I was like, hey, you know, this is really, really starting to hurt. You know, I would, I would love it if we can just, just try it. She says, okay. So, um, you know, by the way, before I did that, I tried everything else first. I tried stretching, icing, heating, everything. And it just, nothing worked, nothing at all. And you know, I was at my wits end. So I finally said, you know what, screw it. I'm gonna get a P shot, I'm gonna get my PRP, I'm gonna get my blood taken out, spun really fast and injected back into my knee. So uh, the way it works is, what they do is they dry your blood out and your blood has all these rich growth factors in them. And when you spin them really fast, it separates the red blood cells from all the growth factors, right? But you have, a, have to have a really good quality kit. If you have a shitty kit, a cheap-ass kit, you're gonna get platelet-poor plasma. Some of it's not gonna separate right. Some of it's gonna stick to the actual vial itself. So what we do here is we actually find the most, highest quality kits on the market. Unfortunately, it happens to be the most expensive kit on the market. But uh, we decided, you know what? Our patients are coming to us. We wanna give them the highest quality. If you don't want good quality, you know, you can go to the doctor down the street who uses Groupon and um, who does a pee shot for less than what our actual kit is worth. So who knows what their kit is worth, you know? So anyway, at the end of the day, um, you know, we do use the highest quality kits, so I knew that I was gonna be fine. I went to the room and uh, they did this thing called extracorporeal shockwave therapy on my knee. And the reason why we do shockwave therapy before platelet-rich plasma is because when you do shockwave therapy on an, on an area of the body, you're creating what's known as microinflammation. And what that does is it primes the area to receive those growth factors because uh, the growth factors wanna go to wherever inflammation is. So if you sort of create this own microinflammation and wherever you wanna treat, the growth factors are gonna go there and do their magic there. So they did shockwave therapy on my knee. 
uh, that was going to tell the growth factors where to work their hardest. So um, you know, I was given a lidocaine shot to numb me up, and then I was um, about 20 minutes later, uh, my blood was done spinning. So um, what they did was they pulled out all of the growth factors. It had this nice little apple juice color. And they came in and they gave me shots of my PRP into my knee. It didn't hurt because I was numb, but um, you feel this weird pressure. It's, it's, it wasn't the worst, you know, it didn't hurt. It was, it was a little bit uncomfortable. You're like, what the hell is going into my knee? But overall it was fine. And uh, you know, I laid off it for a day and literally guys, listen, overnight it was gone. My runner's knee was gone overnight, literally overnight. I remember running the next day. The next day I was out running and it didn't hurt anymore. It was, you know, even saying it, I don't believe it. You know, it's, it's hard to imagine something could literally change overnight. But, um, you know, we actually went to this, uh, the American Academy of Anti-Aging. They call it A4M, uh, the A American Academy of Anti-Aging for Medicine. Works even better. It's called exosomes, and um, they were giving exosomes to this patient who had been paralyzed for over five years. I believe he was paralyzed for seven years. They gave him um, some exosomes into his legs, and I think within a week he was able to move his legs again. Insane. Paralyzed. Told he was going to be paralyzed for life, and within a week he was able to move his limbs again. I think. Um, I don't know if he's walking, you know, fully. I don't know if he can run, um, but he can definitely use his legs again. I, I think he's, you know, still in physical therapy, you know, using the actual muscles since they were under um, dystrophy for the past seven years. But really incredible stuff, guys. Um, so that is it for our section today. I just wanted to tell you about my origin story about platelet-rich plasma. Now, here's the thing about PRP. The younger you are, the better it's going to work for you because uh, your blood is young and your growth factors are young. You see, a lot of guys and gals um, who are older and they get stem cell therapy and they use either their fat tissue or their bone marrow, that's great and all, but the problem is your stem cells are as old as you are. So what we do here is we actually take stem cells from umbilical cord tissue, not umbilical cord blood, Umbilical cord blood has a very, very, very small MSC count, mesenchymal stem cell count. We want those MSCs, and umbilical cord tissue is, uh, as of right now, the most potent source of it. Um, you can get it from your fat tissue as well and your bone marrow, but again, those stem cells are as old as you are, and they've already sort of half decided what they want to become. The adipose, your fat tissue stem cells, have already half decided they want to be fat. Your bone marrow, have already half decided they want to be bone. So, from what I've seen, from all, all the research I've done and all the studies I've read, uh, again, guys, I'm no expert, okay? All I do is I read these studies religiously because that's my job here, okay? That's what literally my job is to read these studies and relay this information back to you. So uh, through all the studies that I've read, it seems that the bone marrow stem cells are, are good and they work um, if you're, you know, doing joints, you know, and you, you want to reheal your joints. The fat tissue, you know, stuff relating to aesthetics, um... I heard people, you know, get uh, fat tissue stem cells injected into the breasts, a little bit of their face. 
uh, but from what we've seen, and we actually get the best results when we use mesenchymal stem cells from umbilical cord tissue. But that's all gonna change when we start introducing exosomes because uh, a lot of people don't wanna use uh, umbilical cord tissue stem cells because they're told that, um, oh, the DNA, um, it's gonna have graft versus host disease where uh, for those of you, you guys, for those normal people that don't know what this is, graft versus host disease is when you inject something uh, into the body uh, and the body sees it as a foreign object and it attacks it. For example, a, a splinter, right? Your body's like, what the hell is this? And you get inflammation, the body attacks it like, oh, it's a foreign object, we must attack. The cool thing about umbilical cord stem cells is, uh, yes, it's foreign, but it actually shuts down your body's response. Your body doesn't actually see it as foreign because of the, um, I don't know what's actually in it. I should know. I believe it, it has to do with some of the stuff surrounding the stem cells. Don't quote me on that. I don't know that. All I do know, I don't know how it works. I just know that it does work. It does shut down your body's um, ability to see it as a foreign object. So it can go and do its work. But the cool thing about exosomes is exosomes, not only are they more effective than stem cells, but they aren't seen as foreign material in the body. They're not even a cell. They don't have any DNA in them. What they actually are doing is they're taking uh, placental stem cells and they're destroying them, literally destroying them. Because all exosomes are, are messengers. I'm gonna try and get better at explaining this to people because um, they're, they are harder to explain than stem cells. If you think about it, think about a stem cell as like a skyscraper, okay? And you're looking down and you see all the people going in and out. Here's the thing, those people that are working in that skyscraper and going in and out back to their homes, those are the workers, those are the things actually getting the work done. Okay? That big skyscraper that has the DNA that a lot of people are scared of and that the body has a chance of saying it's foreign material. It does have a chance. Very, very, very small one, but it does. Uh, but imagine if you took away that skyscraper and you just had all of those people doing all the work. Okay? And then you know multiply that by 10. And that would be the equivalent of the exosomes that we're using. So uh, it's, uh, it's really fascinating stuff. I guess in a comparison, PRP would be... Not a skyscraper, I don't know. Maybe like an apartment building, like a small one. Not quite as impressive as you know a tall like New York City skyscraper, uh, but similar effects, you know. That's what we're talking about here. Anyway, guys, thank you all for listening. Uh, I will try and come up with better metaphors for you guys so you can uh, understand and grasp the concepts better. Just know that um, PRP is great, uh, but the older you get, the less effective it's going to be. That that's why the older you get. The more you want to use stem cells and then exosomes are just better for everybody, you know. If you can do exosomes, freaking do them. Alright guys, thank you for the 17 again show where we want to make you 17 again. Uh, my name is Austin James Wolf. Thank you all for listening and we will see you guys manana.